What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Healness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorders, said toxic people, said toxic traits, toxic all around, y'all. <laughs> Today's episode is going to be answer be answering the question why do narcissists why don't narcissists like being alone why do narcissists hate being alone from the perspective of a diagnosed narcissist that hates being alone so what i mean a lot of people say think what i mean by being alone this is like being by themselves in the house no some narcissists like actually like solitude like that they prefer that solitude away from people sometimes just so it can you know sit sit and stew <laughs> they they sit and stew like it's like they sit there they're boiling you know what i mean they're sitting over there boiling and whatnot and then a little narcissistic toxic stew throw the little ingredients in there a little gaslighting here a splash of manipulation uh, a tablespoon of uh gaslighting uh <laughs> a, a pinch there's a pinch of cheating <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, and you stir it all up, you get your little narcissist stew. But yeah, narcissists don't like being alone. Like they, I, I feel like even myself, I like being by myself sometimes and just meditating and being by myself just to quiet the noise of the outside world. But relationship-wise, you see a lot of narcissists that jump from relationship to relationship to relationship because they, they can't stand not having a source of validation. A source of, y'all, y'all, it's, y'all typically the word is, is supply, but they need that source of validation. They need that source. They need somebody to validate their existence. We need somebody to validate our existences and why we are here and whatnot. We need something to bring us, to make us feel like we are supposed to be here. You know, what is our purpose of being here? Oh, you're filling me up. Oh, I'm attractive. Oh, you like me. Oh, I'm funny. Oh, I'm charismatic. They need that supply or validation for somebody else to let them know that they are, you know, we, we matter. You know what I mean? They do. That's why they'll hop from a 10 year marriage and move in with somebody two days after the breakup. They just met somebody on Tinder and they moved in with them already two days after we separated. They need that supply. They need that validation. They need to know that they can move on if need be. They hate being by themselves. And the reason that they, they need that supply and validation because once the once you cut off the supply, once you cut off the validation from a narcissist, our thoughts start to attack us. And I'm being literal. Our thoughts start to attack us. The shame monster i call it the shame monster shame shame is this indescript this is this big beast in the mind of a narcissist in the life of most narcissists shame is just this terrible nine foot tall 400 pound big buff ass monster that just beats you down and most narcissists trying to avoid it who can beat you know i'm six three two forty it's nine foot 400 i ain't got nothing on that what are they gonna do what i'm gonna do I'm gonna be swinging and miss. I'm gonna be swinging. I'm shame is going to def- shame is going to defeat me. You know what I mean? And when the shame defeats people, people start doing behaving erratically. So to avoid that shame, people when we when shame is close to us, we have to find a source of validation. Nobody, no narcissist wants to sit in shame. Nobody, because the shame starts talking to you. It doesn't physically hurt you, y'all. It can be, it's it's nine it's nine foot tall, but it's like the Wizard of Oz. You you've seen the old Wizard of Oz movie. Where it's like the big floating head, but it's like the little little little, little munchkin behind the scenes. You're like, I'm the wizard of Oz. I'm the wizard of shame. <laughs> you ain't. I'm the shame monster in your head. Watch out. You know, you should say it's big. 
it's really not that big. It's just sometimes it can just be a voice that's in your ear or in your head that's belittling you. I told you you weren't good enough. You knew it. You knew you weren't good enough. You knew you're not good enough. You knew you didn't deserve that. You knew you don't deserve love. You're not good enough. You're pathetic. You've been pathetic for all 37 years of your life. Nobody wants you. Nobody cares about you. You're a horrible person. The, the, y'all, the thoughts just eat away at you. And that's why you see people start to drink to cope with it. They start to do they start to do drugs to cope with it. They start to do things like that to cope with it, to avoid shame at all costs because they don't want to feel it. They don't want to feel that shame monster. I'm just telling you, shame, it just starts to beat us down over the head and it makes us feel super small. It takes us back to the inner child and defending the inner child and things like that, y'all. It just, it sucks. But that's the way it works, though, y'all. I'm just telling you, that's the way it goes when you deal with a narcissistic person. The shame monster is this indescribable beast. This is a horrible monster that is torturing people. It's just doing things to people. It's, it's, it's horrible, y'all. I'm just telling you. But that's the way it works. That's the way it goes. And I tell a lot of people, like, when you deal with narcissistic people, this this is how it's going to, this is what you're going to be dealing with, y'all. I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. Like, I don't want to hear that. Like, I'm just telling you, but this is how it goes. You know what I mean? This is literally how it goes. They don't want to be by themselves. Everybody, so many people just ask, well, the narcissist downgraded after me. They downgraded. I, I The person that they ended up with was nowhere on my level. I'm successful. I'm this. I'm that. Blah, blah, blah. Boop, boop, boop. Beep, beep, beep. It doesn't matter. As long as they're getting that validation, as long as somebody's attracted to them, as long as somebody's feeling them or telling them or filling their heads up, blowing their heads up, filling it for filling it, blowing into their, it's like blowing into a balloon. As long as they're blowing into their ego balloon, the narcissist is fine. Hey, you're attractive. Hey, you're so you're tall, dark, and handsome. The ego balloon is big, the ego balloon is big as hell. Imagine you know Pinky in the brain. Remember Pink, how big Pinky's head was or the brain's head was on that big dome piece on that little ass mouse body. You remember that's how it is. That's how that's how inflated narcissist ego looks. You <laughs> trying to take over the world. You know what I mean? But that's why they hate a lot of them hate being alone because they need that validation. They like they like floating around with the big the big ass head. They like floating around. But when that source of validation goes runs dry or runs out, or that source of validation, that source of supply cuts that narcissist off, the balloon deflates. Sound like a, it deflates like it sounds like a whoopee cushion when it's deflating. Like it's like it's farting. It don't deflate like a normal balloon. Like sometimes the balloon pops. Sometimes the balloon pops. When the balloon pops, that's when you get the that's when you get the erratic, obsessive narcissist. Because the balloon, when the balloon, when the ego balloon pops, when the source of supply is turned off, when the source of supply is cut off or cuts the narcissist off, when the narcissist doesn't have a, a secondary source of supply or backup supply or an ex they can reach out to, or a date they can go on, they become obsessive over the the person who cut them off. Because it's easier to go back than it is to go forward. I need to get you back in my life. I need to beg and plead or whatever to get you back in my life so I can get that source of supply from you because I have nowhere else to go to. Shame is in, shame, the shame monster is in their ear. You're not good enough. I told you you weren't good enough. You know you're not good enough. You'll never be good enough. You'll never be anything. Your dad was right. Good thing your dad walked out on you. Your mom abandoned you. I'm just telling you, whatever your dark, whatever your dark, thought, the dark thoughts are saying, that's shame, y'all. That's the shame monster with the dark, dark, dark thoughts in your head, saying and doing that type of stuff right there. But you got to deal with it. It is a shame is a monster. It really, really is. So if you're dealing with narcissistic people, toxic people, whatever, this is what you have to deal with. y'all. This is who you have to deal with. And this is not me trying to belittle you. This is not me trying to chastise you. This is me letting you know who and what you're going to be dealing with. 
that narcissistic person is going to do stuff and say stuff and be and and, and just just app on just app at you, y'all. They just are. You know what I mean? So if you do deal with a narcissistic person, toxic person, they hate to be alone. Like they don't have to sometimes they yeah, sometimes will they upgrade and find somebody more attractive than you or has more money than you? Yeah, sometimes they will do that. But sometimes they they moving on fast because they need that supply. They hate being alone because the shame monster will the shame monster is is creeping in. It's like, yo, oh, you about to break up? I'm peeping in here. You better get that supply. I'm coming. I'm coming. Doom, 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 doom. Chasing behind you. Imagine running down the hallway and a big ass monster chasing you. This idea, y'all. It's like it sounds like a little kid or whatever. But anyway, I'm gonna keep this episode short and sweet to the point, y'all. You understand why narcissists don't be alone, like to be alone. But if you haven't, I said, if you haven't already, check out the Self Love Journal on Amazon. I love me the Self Love Journal on Amazon. The Self Love merchandise is still available as well. The link is in the description of every video and podcast I do. I love me. This is the I'm Thriving shirt. Um, I'm headed to Sydney, Australia. Today is what March uh, 11th. I'll be in Sydney, Australia on. The 14th, if y'all want to meet up or whatever, the 14th at the at the Opera Bar in Sydney, New 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 South Wales. Hey, I don't know anything about Sydney. Just the Opera Bar. Follow me on, if you look in my comment section, or whatever. Anyways, you, or you can email me if you have anything, that, any fun stuff. If you're in Sydney, Australia area. You have any fun stuff to do? Email me at dearmentalhillness at gmail.com. I don't know the area. I'm trying to find something adult to do. I wanted to go to the zoo, but people talked me out of the zoo. Email me dearmentalhillness.com. I'll see y'all in Sydney, Australia. Like and subscribe for more. Mental illness is out. Peace.